Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greg Ehrenberg here from Osmo.com, and it is time for once again the top tournament plays for the DraftKings MLB DFS slate for Friday. Like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and shout out to Prize Picks, the sponsor of today's video. If you're signing up at Prize Picks for the first time, use the promo code Osmo to get yourself up to a hundred dollar bonus on your first deposit. Also, this is going to be the last day I fill in for Adam, at least as of now. It looks like he's going to be back from vacation tomorrow. Thank you guys very much for supporting the show while Adam was away and while I filled in. But these are the top plays that I'm looking at for tournaments on Friday night slate, starting with the Colorado Rockies as a stack. And I think a lot of the attention is going to go to the Atlanta Braves today. And for good reason, they're in Coors Field. They scored a gazillion runs last night. They were super chalk. People are going to want to go right back to the well. But don't overlook the Rockies who are on the other side of the game. They're benefiting from the same park factors. I know the matchup against Max Fried isn't ideal, but the ownership still makes it worthwhile. They're only projected for 4.1% ownership as a team. We have them projected with a 7.3% chance to be the top stack, so one of the most positively leveraged teams on the slate. And even though the Rockies are traditionally a team that hits the ball well at Coors Field, but they're bad when they go on the road, this has just been a good offense against left-handed pitching in general this year. 122 WRC plus against lefties. That is currently the third best mark in all of baseball. And when it comes to Max Fried, while he is a really good pitcher, he hasn't been a great strikeout guy this year. His strikeout rate has dipped a little bit this year, which could be somewhat problematic at Coors Field, where we know how good the park factors are for balls when they're hit and play for offenses. So I think the Rockies are going a little bit overlooked today and make for a good pivot off of the other side of the game, where I think the Atlanta Braves are going to be massively popular. Moving on to the next stack I like, if we're paying up to be contrarian at offense, I like going to the Houston Astros. Brady Singer's numbers look good this year, but keep in mind that he's pitched a lot of his innings out of the bullpen this year. Some some starts, some work as a reliever, and I do think that's inflating his numbers a little bit because it's much easier to be successful as a reliever than it is as a starter. So I'm kind of throwing his numbers out from this year and looking at what he did last year when he was just a starting pitcher, and he wasn't really that great in that role. 4.91 ERA for Brady Singer last year, 4.54 expected ERA, and he's going up against the Astros today. If there's ever a spot where there's going to be some sort of regression for Brady Singer going forward, it would probably come in a really tough matchup like against Houston, and the Astros have a 112 WRC plus against right-handed pitching, one of the most talented offenses in baseball. They've had a bunch of injuries, guys in and out of the lineup this year, but they are healthy at the moment which should certainly help them. And another team, really, really low on the Astros. 2% ownership, 6% chance to be a top stack. The reality of this slate is if you're paying up for any offense that isn't the Atlanta Braves, you're probably being contrarian and getting some sort of positive leverage. But the two that stand out the most to me 
are the Rockies and the Astros for stacking purposes. Moving on over to the pitchers, I'm going to be starting by talking about Corbin Burns. And no, he isn't crazy contrarian on this slate. It's very rare that we get a slate where Corbin Burns is going to be contrarian because I think he is the best pitcher in baseball. But another thing to look at when it comes to his ownership, he's still less popular than some other guys at the high end on DraftKings. We have Garrett Cole projected for 38% ownership. Nathan Yavaldi is projected for 36% ownership. Whereas Corbin Burns is at 26%. So he's lower owned than those guys, but at least per our projections, he's better odds of being the top scoring pitcher than either of those guys tonight. We have a 27% chance for Corbin Burns to be a top two scoring pitcher, whereas we have a 20% and 17% chance for Garrett Cole and Nathan Uvalde. So I just think the ownership is a little bit off here. I like getting to Corbin Burns a little bit more than those guys as a result. And as for Burns' numbers individually, he's been dominant as per usual. Sub two ERA, 31.8% K rate. Looks like he's in a pretty good position to go back-to-back for Cy Young Awards. Won it last year. This year, he's now a prohibitive betting favorite to win the award with some of the other top-end pitchers, Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom being hurt. One other thing to mention when it comes to the spot for Corbin Burns, the San Diego Padres have silently not been a great offense this year. In 86 WRC plus against right-handed pitching, individually, Manny Machado has been great, but the rest of the offense has left a little bit to be wanting. So this is an easier matchup for Corbin Burns than a lot of people might think. I like him as a pivot off of guys like Nathan Uvalde and Garrett Cole. And my final GPP pitcher that I'm looking at for today, if we're looking to save salary at the position, JT Brubaker, $7,600 on DraftKings. He's projected for less than 1% ownership. We have him with a slightly higher than 10% chance to be a top top two scoring pitcher on the slate. So nobody's getting to him. We have decent odds of success on Brubaker. And also the matchup against the Arizona Diamondbacks, 95 WRC plus against right-handed pitching, so slightly below average. But this is also a team that strikes out a whole bunch against righties. 25.1% K rate for the Arizona Diamondbacks when they're facing right-handed pitching. JT Brubaker is a 23.5% K rate. So I like the strikeout upside for him. And something else to consider here, JT Brubaker's strikeout, uh, his, his prop, only four and a half. So I do think that's also something that makes sense as an over. But overall, I think we're looking at a good pitcher in JT Brubaker with a 3.48 expected ERA, a good strikeout matchup, good tournament upside from there at almost no ownership. So to recap, the three, the uh, four spots I'm looking at for tournaments today, for stacks, the Rockies and the, uh, Rockies and the Astros, for pitchers, Corbin Burns and JT Brubaker. These are all spots that I think are going under-owned. Our tools back it up. So let's build our tournament lineups around those guys. Other than that, I hope you guys like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, have a great weekend, and good luck.